0: Hello and welcome back to Sports Chatter. This is, as always, your host Ethan Birch back with another Monday episode. We are following and wrapping up a huge weekend as it was opening weekend for the MLB. It was a fun weekend. It really was. I really enjoyed all of this. I'm recording this episode Monday, so I get to recap pretty much everything. If you follow my Twitter, you can see kind of the main things of what I was talking about or planning on talking about. The Mets, the Yankees, all around Major League Baseball. It's a huge episode packed with tons of things to talk about, and I absolutely cannot wait to get into it. So without further ado, let's chat some sports. First off on the list, the New York Mets, iffy weekend, finished one and two. Concerns? Probably. What do I like? A lot of things. Coming from the Yankees, the Yankees looked good this week in A come-from-behind win on Sunday, winning the series against the reigning World Series champions, Washington Nationals. Stanton looks like he might just be back. Cruising around Major League Baseball, the Twins, who had the, broke the record for most home runs in a Major League season, have looked great, especially yesterday as they poured on 14 big ones. Looking up more across the league, the young stars in, in South Side of Chicago, the White Sox, Luis Robert, getting a taste of hit jogging around the bases for the first time. He hit his first Major League home run. Continuing around, Marlins didn't look half too bad although as of this morning a coronavirus outbreak has come up between the team so I don't want to talk too much about that but the Marlins took two out of three against a struggling potential struggling Phillies team pitching didn't look too great the Tigers on the other hand won the series against a Reds team who actually I predicted to be very good the Rays Coming in at the POW rankings at number two took a big extra inning win over the Blue Jays yesterday. They are two and one. And by the way, every team is either one and two or two and one, which is actually really cool. Um still cruising around. Dodgers two and two. Interesting start to the season as they dropped two in a row to the Giants. But let's get right into some of my main points. So I'll start with the Yankees. The Yankees finished this weekend two and one. They had their game against the Phillies canceled today because the Phillies were at were played against uh, Miami and Miami had their outbreak. So most of the Phillies players will be tested and see if they're able to play because it's not safe for them to go on the field. But the Yankees opened up back on Thursday. They only played six innings, but uh, due to rain. But they won four to one. John John uh, Carlos Stanton. Started things up with an absolute bomb, 459 feet off of Max Scherzer. Garrett Cole looked good. It was a solid opening day victory. Um, Now, my question arises, is Giancarlo Stanton back? And I personally believe he is. According to Alex Rodriguez, Giancarlo Stanton is in the best shape of his life. Um, He's coming off only an 18-game season in 2019, frustrating, frustrating, lots of um, injuries. Kept keeping him off the field, was only able to play a little bit in the playoffs, but a healthy Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, probably the last time we got the taste of that was when he hit 59 home runs in a season. This guy is a monster. He looks very good. They'll be able to DH him a lot this year, and kind of keeping him out of the outfield has got to be the objective, especially when Gardner plays a solid. He's a gold glover. Judge is obviously... A ridiculous fielder so honestly probably their best bet is to leave him in the dh spot only really emergency outfield situations because you do have a lot of bats you got Andrew hard that they're probably going to play in left field a couple times the infield is stacked with glaber and geo or shella and there's a lot of bats in that lineup so another thing that um i want to talk about was concern so i'll start with the yankees what am i concerned about with the new york yankees what I'm concerned about is the guy who stands behind the play catching pitches, and that's Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez did not look good at all this weekend. He actually didn't. He didn't get one hit all weekend. He uh, came in for a pitch hitter um, on Sunday, but Gary Sanchez. I mean, just on opening day, going up against Max Scherzer. First pitch, slider, way out of the zone, flailing at it. Another first, next pitch, slider again, flailing at it again. Before you know it, down 0-2 in the count. He needs to figure things out. The Yankees need to make sure he figures things out. Because realistically, Gary Sanchez, he's not good defensively. He's good for his bat. And when his bat is not working, and if he's going to hit 250, what exactly is Gary Sanchez useful on this team? This Yankees team is supposed to be one of the best teams in baseball. They're supposed to go to the World Series. They're supposed to win a World Series. That's what this team is made for. And having a guy like him who lacks defensively and struggles at the plate is not something good. But I expect Gary to turn things around. But I am concerned on that aspect. I loved Aaron Judge this week weekend. He looked good. Stanton looked very good, as I said before. Glaber coming off a huge Sunday, including a solo shot, and then a go-ahead RBI base hit in the eighth inning to beat the Nationals. Torres obviously always solid defensively, but talking about Yankees middle infielders, former Phillies picked up uh, Didi Gregorius as the Yankees let Gregorius walk. And Gregorius looked good. Two home runs this weekend, including a bomb off of a lefty. I mean, the Phillies did not look great this weekend at all, if I had to say. But Glaber, I mean, excuse me, Didier Gregorius did. He had 364 for the weekend, had a hit each game. Um, that's something to look forward to. But I now I kind of want to move this episode towards the New York Mets. As I take a deep breath, because last night was something I just prefer not to talk about. Um, they lost 14 to 1. It was brutal. Rick Porcello needs to figure things out. Any concerns is about this Mets pitching. You may think about the lineup. Yes, they put up four runs all weekend one, two, and then one. But there's hope. There's hope for this lineup. On paper, according to Major League Baseball, they're number seven in all of baseball on lineups. Just to take a peek at their lineup uh, This was their opening day lineup Nimmo, solid hitter, had a fantastic weekend Picked up a bunch of hits McNeil struggled, but you know Jeff McNeil He's got the third highest badging, batting average in baseball Since he entered the league July 24th in 2018 um, Pete Alonso is Pete Alonzo He hit 1 for 11 this weekend Not very happy about that I don't like all this mic'd up things I'm not going to lie They're micing him up and making a YouTube series about it but I'm very, I'm not too excited about it. I rather, I rather, Pete Alonzo go out there and just play baseball rather than hear his funny comments. And I hope that's not getting to his head. Luis Rojas says, "Is he concerned?" Luis Rojas doesn't seem too much concerned. Um, he was stringing out a lot of pitches out of the strikes. And if you remember what I said on a previous podcast, Alonso was as good as he was because he didn't swing at pitches out of the strike zones all weekend. Pitch in the dirt, Alonzo swings. Um, I wasn't happy with Alonzo this weekend I think that he has confidence He's a young kid, he'll turn it around Conforto will get things going Cespedes as we know I mean he only had one hit all weekend But um, if you want to take a listen His hit was pretty important Cespedes 0 for 2 in his return And he tries one Deep left field it back toward the wall That ball is out of here You win it Cespedes That was the game-winning, defying home run on opening day. The Mets won one, that one, one-nothing. But, yes, that was great. Obviously great to see. Cespedes, he can turn on a fastball. He's back. I guess it was only 93 miles an hour, but not one guy turned on a fastball that whole entire day, except for Ioannis Cespedes, hence a one-nothing score. Um, I wasn't too happy with Cespedes Saturday and Sunday. Um, Sunday mean yesterday, he put up horrible at bat. First inning, the Mets are already down 2-0. First and second, he's up 3-0 in the count, Conforto's on deck, and he swings at a, a, a fastball a foot above the strike zone. So 3-1, swings and misses again, 3 and 2, and then and then struck out. And ball four in the zone. I mean, out of the zone. So he swung at ball four two times, and as long as he's not trying to hit a ball 550 feet, he's on base and the bases are loaded for Conforto. So I wasn't happy at all with that. I mean, the Mets got obliterated yesterday. 14-1. to This Braves offense was insane yesterday. Albies with three hits. Swanson with five ribbies. Um, it was a slugfest. Corey Oswald gets sent down for Tyler Bachelor, which I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make. So just to reiterate like my actual thing, my concerns. Am I concerned for the Mets? No. I think their lineup will find their way around. They have talent up and down. Um, they're starting pitching. I am a little bit concerned. Three through five scares me. Parcello was a solid reason yesterday why I'm concerned. Waka goes tonight. A lot depends on Michael Waka, who he what type of pitcher he can be. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that David Peterson will be starting on the fifth day. I'm excited for that. His MLB debut, still a young arm though. Mats looked very good on Saturday. Should have got the win if it wasn't for Edwin Diaz. The bullpen was good. Uh, I don't take anything away from the bullpen. Diaz, it's unfortunate what happened. 3-2, um, two, two outs. His slider looked really good, and that's something that he was not able to do all of last year. And that fastball wasn't even a bad pitch. I mean, he said exactly where he wanted to. Rojas said he's not concerned because Diaz stuff, as I just said, it looked good. So there's work to be done, but Batances looked really good. Um, Familia looked good. Lugo, as always, looks like he's in midseason form, lighting it up. And Diaz got the save on on Friday. I'm excited to see what the um, Rojas does with him because um, Diaz, he, he looked good. He looked good. Yes, what happened happened, but still three strikeouts that inning. Keep that in mind. So I'll move on from the Mets right now. Um, overall, I'm not too concerned. I think that the, as long as the offense can get things going, the Mets shouldn't be that bad this year. They shouldn't. And in a 16-team playoff, we'll see what's up. Um, so now, um, as you see on my Twitter, the my edit I made, I wanted to talk about Luis Robert. I mean, this kid is an animal. When I mean animal, I mean animal. His first major league hit was a single into left field, and it was hit 115 miles per hour. He hit a home run to dead center that he pimped extremely hard. Um, there's nothing not showing me that why this kid is not going to want to be one of the best hitters in baseball. It reminds me of Ronald Acuna Jr. 375 for his first two games. Um, he's fast. He's five tool center fielder can run like crazy can field. He's got a crazy good arm and his power is ridiculous. The sky is the limit for this 210, 22-year-old center fielder Luis Robert. This White Sox team is looking good. Do not turn your back on them. Eloy Jimenez as well. He is on day-to-day but he hit a bomb on opening on Friday, I believe, or Friday or Saturday, I don't remember the actual date. But a lot a lot happened this weekend. It really feels good to have baseball back. A big a big week ahead. Um, a lot can change, and I'm really crossing my fingers that everything stays okay, because with this Marlins coronavirus outbreak, I hope that everything can um, stay, because I honestly had a lot of fun watching this weekend of baseball, I watched so much baseball, you know, when you don't watch sports for, baseball at least, for 10 months, I mean, it gets to you, because watching, even without any fans, it's, it, was, it was awesome, even though the Mets had a rough weekend, but I'm hoping for a big weekend for the Mets, four games against the Sox, and then back... To Adla- and they're going to Atlanta for the weekend for a four-game series. And something that I wanted to mention, I don't know if you guys, uh, if any listeners uh, took this into notice, but every year, this never has happened would a series roll into the next week. It always ends. It's either Thursday through Sunday or Friday through Sunday. Um, the, the Astros and Marlins Mariners are actually doing that, that they're playing um, a fourth game Monday, like today. So it's like they could still split the series, and it goes into the next week. Weird, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. The Mets are doing that next weekend. But um, that's probably going to do it for this episode. Lots of baseball, a lot of fun. Um, what do we got on Friday on board? Um, we'll talk more about um, my fantasy baseball team. I want to give you guys an update because a lot of people liked that last episode where I went in depth with every player. Um if I could give you guys a little update right now, I will in fact. So I had a pretty good solid first couple days. I'm winning without a doubt. It's just that Shohei Otani, um, I put him in to start and he got obliterated. Negative twenty-one points. He didn't even make it through the first inning of that game. Um his first start in over a year. I think he'll still be fine. He's a beast. So But big uh we'll do something fun on Friday, one of my fun Friday episodes. Um, we'll incorporate more than just baseball. So thank you one again for listening. Enjoy a wonderful week, a summer week. It's hot. Get outside and have some fun. Thank you again for listening. This is Ethan Birch on Sports Chatter.